Hello and welcome to Bible Through Text 5 with me, Hugh Hattrick. I do hope you're well and have had a great day. It's been a lot cooler today. It's Sunday the 7th of June um, as I make this uh, version, which is day 57 of Bible 365. So, yeah, make sure you've got your pyjamas on because it's cold outside, as they would say. I know that my daughter said her feet are freezing and had to put on the bed socks tonight. So even though it's in June, it's not exactly that warm. But I do think it's going to get a bit better, I think, as we go further on into the week. Still, enough of the weather report. You don't listen to this show to get the weather. You listen to the show to get the word of God. And today we are going to be reading from Numbers chapter 16 and 17. And also in the New Testament, Mark chapter 6, verses 33 to 56. So let's get started with Numbers chapter 16. Korah, son of Izar, the son of Kohath, the son of the Levi, and certain Reubenites, Dathan and Abiram, sons of Eliab, and On, son of Peleth, became insolent and rose up against Moses. With them were 250 Israelite men, well-known community leaders who had been appointed members of the council. They came as a group to oppose Moses and Aaron and said to them, You have gone too far. The whole community is holy, every one of them, and the Lord is with them. Why then do you set yourselves above the Lord's assembly? When Moses heard this, he fell face down. Then he said to Korah and all his followers, In the morning the Lord will show who belongs to him and who is holy, and he will have that person come near him. The man he chooses, he will cause to come near him. You, Korah, and all your followers are to do this. Take censers, and tomorrow put burning coals and incense in them before the Lord. The man the Lord chooses will be the one who is holy. You Levites have gone too far. Moses also said to Korah, Now listen, you Levites, isn't it enough for you that the God of Israel has separated you from the rest of the Israelite community? and brought you near himself to do the work at the Lord's tabernacle and to stand before the community and minister to them. He brought, as he has brought you and all your fellow Levites near himself, but now you are trying to get the priesthood too. It is against the Lord that you and all your followers have banded together. Who is Aaron that you should grumble against him? Then Moses summoned Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, but they said, We will not come. Isn't it enough that you have brought us up out of the land flowing with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness? And now you also want to lord it over us? Moreover, you haven't brought us into a land flowing with milk and honey or given us an inheritance of fields and vineyards. Do you want to treat these men like slaves? No, we will not come. Then Moses became very angry and said to the Lord, Do not accept their offering. I have not taken so much as a donkey from them nor have I wronged any of them. And Moses said to Korah, You and all your followers are to appear before the Lord tomorrow, you and they and Aaron. Each man is to take a censer and put incense in it, 250 censers in all, and present it before the Lord. You and Aaron are to present your censers also. So each of them took his censer, put burning coals and incense in it, and stood with Moses and Aaron at the entrance to the tent of meeting. When Korah had gathered all his followers in opposition to them at the entrance to the tent of meeting, the glory of the Lord appeared to the entire assembly. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, 
separate yourselves from this assembly so I can put an end to them at once. But Moses and Aaron fell face down and cried out, O God, the God who gives breath to all living things, will you be angry with the entire assembly when only one man sins? Then the Lord said to Moses, Say to the assembly, Move away from the tents of Korah, Dathan and Abiram. And Moses got up and went down to Dathan and Abiram, and the elders of Israel followed him. He warned the assembly, Move back from the tents of these wicked men. Do not touch anything belonging to them, or you will be swept away because of all their sins. So they moved away from the tents of Korah, Dathan and Abiram. Dathan and Abiram had come out and were standing with their wives, children and little ones at the entrance to their tents. Then Moses said, This is how you will know that the Lord has sent me to do all these things and that it was not my idea. If these men die a natural death and suffer the fate of all mankind, then the Lord has not sent me. But if the Lord brings about something totally new and the earth opens its mouth and swallows them with everything that belongs to them, and they go down alive into the realm of the dead, then you will know that these men have treated the Lord with contempt. As soon as he finished saying all this, the ground under them split apart, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them and their households and all those associated with Korah, together with their possessions. They went down alive into the realm of the dead with everything they owned. The earth closed over them, and they perished and were gone from the community. At their cries, all the Israelites around them fled, shouting, The earth is going to swallow us too. And fire came out from the Lord and consumed the 250 men who were offering the incense. The Lord said to Moses, Tell Eleazar, son of Aaron, the priest, to remove the censers from the charred remains and scatter the coal some distance away, for the censers are holy. The censers of the men who sinned at the cost of their lives Hammer the censers into sheets to overlay the altar, for they were presented before the Lord and have become holy. Let them be a sign to the Israelites. So Eleazar the priest collected the bronze censers brought by those who had been burned to death, and he had them hammered out to overlay the altar. As the Lord directed him through Moses, this was to remind the Israelites that no one except a descendant of Aaron should come to burn incense before the Lord, or he would become like Korah and his followers. The next day, the whole Israelite community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. You have killed the Lord's people, they said. But when the assembly gathered in opposition to Moses and Aaron and turned toward the tent of meeting, suddenly the cloud covered it and the glory of the Lord appeared. Then Moses and Aaron went to the front of the tent of meeting and the Lord said to Moses, Get away from this assembly so I can put an end to them at once. And they fell face down. Then Moses said to Aaron, Take your censer and put incense in it, along with burning coals from the altar, and hurry to the assembly to make atonement for them. Wrath has come out of the Lord. The plague has started. So Aaron did as Moses said and ran into the midst of the assembly. The plague had already started among the people, but Aaron offered the incense and made atonement for them. He stood between the living and the dead, and the plague stopped. But 14,700 people died from the plague, in addition to those who had died because of Korah. Then Aaron returned to Moses at the entrance to the tent of meeting, for the plague had stopped. Numbers chapter 17. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and give twelve staffs from them, one from the leader of each of their ancestral tribes. 
write the name of each man on his staff. On the staff of a Levi, write Aaron's name, for there must be one staff for the head of each ancestral tribe. Place them in the tent of meeting, in front of the Ark of the Covenant Law, where I meet with you. The staff belonging to the man I choose will sprout, and I will rid myself of this constant grumbling against you by the Israelites. So Moses spoke to the Israelites, and the leaders gave him twelve staffs, one for the leader of each of their ancestral tribes, and Aaron's staff was among them. Moses placed the staffs before the Lord in the tent of the covenant law. The next day, Moses entered the tent and saw that Aaron's staff, which represented the tribe of Levi, had not only sprouted, but had bud, blossomed, and produced almonds. Then Moses brought out all the staffs from the Lord's presence to all the Israelites. They looked at them, and each of the leaders took his own staff. The Lord said to Moses, Put back Aaron's staff in front of the Ark of the Covenant Law to be kept as a sign to the rebellious. This will put an end to their grumbling against me, so that they will not die. Moses did just as the Lord commanded him. The Israelites said to Moses, We will die. We are lost. We are all lost. Anyone who even comes near the tabernacle of the Lord will die. Are we all going to die? Now we will go into the New Testament, and it's Mark chapter 6, verses 33 to 56. But many who saw them leaving recognized them and ran on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. But this time it was late in the day, so his disciples came to him. This is a remote place, they said, and it's already very late. Send the people away so that they can go to the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered, you give them something to eat. And they said to him, that would take more than half a year's wages. Are we to go and spend that much on bread and give it to them to eat? How many loaves do you have? He asked. Go and see. When they found out, they said, five and two fish. Then Jesus directed them to have all the people sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups of hundreds and fifties. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to his disciples to distribute to the people. He also divided the two fish among them all. They all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces of bread and fish. The number of the men who had eaten was 5,000. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to Bethsaida, while he dismissed the crowd. After leaving them, he went up on a mountainside to pray. And later that night, the boat was in the middle of the lake and he was alone on land. He saw the disciples straining at the oars because the wind was against them. Shortly before dawn, he went out to them, walking on the lake. He was about to pass by them. But when they saw him walking on the lake, they thought he was a ghost, and they cried out. Because they all saw him and were terrified, immediately he spoke to them and said, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. And he climbed into the boat with them, and the wind died down. They were completely amazed. For they had not understood about the loaves, their hearts were hardened. When they had crossed over, they landed at Genericerat and anchored there. As soon as they got out of the boat, people recognised Jesus. They ran throughout that whole region and carried the sick on mats 
to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he went, went into villages, towns or countrysides, they placed the sick in the marketplaces. They begged him to let them touch even the edge of his cloak and all who touched it were healed. Well, there we are. You have the wrath of God dealing with the Israelites who went against Moses and Aaron. And then you have Jesus healing the sick and just by people touching his cloak, they were healed. It's an amazing piece of scripture there. So let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for this time together. We pray, Lord, that you would help us to understand your word. Lord, as we enter a new week, we pray that, Lord, you would help us to be effective in everything that you have us to do. Lord, help us to be hospitable to others, to be good, to reach out. Lord, to be like the good Samaritan and always look out and do what you have called us to do. We ask this in Jesus' name and give you all the praise and all the glory. Amen. And now, of course, for the sinner's prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I have done many things wrong. Lord, I repent of my sin and I turn away from anything that is evil. And Lord, I ask that you would forgive me of my sin. Dear Lord Jesus, I ask that you would come into my life and my heart and fill me in every way that you can, Lord, to be in every part of my life. I put my trust into your hands and your hands alone. I give you all the praise and all the glory. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, because you died for my sin. You died so that I could be forgiven and be start afresh. I give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you very much for joining with me today on day 57 of Bible 365. Remember, if you give people the website at huhattrick.com, I'll put it in the description as well, um, and you can give them the exact link to take them to the website, and they can subscribe to the YouTube channel, and they can also get the anchor link as well directly from the website. But thanks very much for joining with me. I really appreciate the lovely comments and the lovely feedback that you've been giving me over these weeks and we're getting on getting in there we're almost two months into the program so take care and god bless and i'll see you all tomorrow bye just now